Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, January 19. How's life, Stephanie? <laughs> well, I really want to ask you. Yeah. How, I mean, after last week, well, how, how did how did you survive your uh, procedure? Yeah. And... For those who were not with <laughs> us uh, last week, I shared that um, on Thursday of last week, I was getting ready to begin the prep right. for a colonoscopy, right. my first ever colonoscopy. Right. And, uh, you know, that is quite a process. You know, right. you, you take a couple stool softeners about 11 a.m. <laughs> right. and then you drink a mixture of a massive amount of, I think it's Miralax, <laughs> I think it's what it's called, mixed with Gatorade. Yeah. And you do that over about a two-hour period of time. And it's amazing what happens to your body. <laughs> You could call it a cleansing. Right. I'll, ke- I'll keep it family friendly. Exactly. But, um, well, one of our sponsors sent us a, a, a video yes, for yes. you to watch in preparation. Jeff Foxworthy. Yes. And yes. I would encourage anyone to watch that. Yeah. That's you, you ought to link that on your Facebook page. <laughs> now, I knew it how wasn't I would. quite that bad. <laughs> okay. Um, that was very funny. But that's one of the last things that I watched before I started the process. But yeah, Thursday was a long day. Yeah. Um, Thursday night. Friday morning mm-hmm. were long periods mm-hmm. of time. I didn't actually go to Carl until noon right. on Friday. So, you know, just the waiting, because after midnight, you you can't have anything. Right. You so know, you're not hungry, even a drink you don't of water. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I showed up. I cannot say enough good things about my experience at Carl good. Good. and with Dr. I think it's Scavone. Okay. And I get back there, and um, he's jamming to some of my favorite <laughs> rock music. Awesome. Like Super Tramp and 38 <laughs> Special. And I'm thinking, man, this is my kind of doctor here. And, uh, you know, they're, they're talking to me. And the next thing I know, You're out. ladies waking me up. Oh, it's good. all over. And everything, and everything went good. Everything was fine. Everything was great. You got a good report. Yep. Good. Yep. I had to drink some coffee and eat a cookie <laughs> and I could go home. And I okay. actually felt pretty good. And, uh, you know, it was uh, overall a very good experience. I share this because a lot of people would say that is way too much information. We don't <laughs> need to know that. But I share that because I think it is an important um, opportunity for people like you and me over the age of 50 mm-hmm. just to do this, just to make sure everything's good. Because right. I think if you catch it early, mm-hmm. colorectal cancer, right. I think there's a lot of hope. But I think I hear of cases of people, I, I've had people much older than me say, I've never done that. Right. And I think that's when you get into you sure. know the stage three, the stage four. Well, and, I'm glad you did yeah. it for peace of mind for yeah. you guys. And yeah. Like you said, you're adopted. I am and adopted. So you don't know your medical history. And, yeah, he told yeah. me, you know, if you were not adopted, I'd say come back in 10 years. Mm -hmm. But because we don't know any of your medical history, I'm going to say come back in five years. Now, I have a friend that's 10 years younger than me. I won't name him. um, Ministers out on the East Coast. But he was telling me he has a a condition. He has to do this yearly. Oh, wow. Every year. And uh, wow, I'm I'm thankful that this is not a yearly process. Some people by choice do like cleanses. Sure. Because that alone is probably just a healthy thing to do. Now, I got to tell you, my New Year's resolution was I wasn't 
wasn't eating sugar. Okay. I was doing intermittent fasting. Right. I was trying to drink a lot of water, blah, 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 yep. blah. Man, I'm totally off that wagon. <laughs> From about 3 o'clock on Friday, 19th, yeah. it was cheeseburger, French fries. I've had ice cream almost every night. It so happens. Yeah, yeah, it I got to get back on that bandwagon. Yeah. But thank you for asking. It was a, a good experience. Good. And, you know, there's some things happening in our community and have happened in our community right. that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. We promoted the annual MLK Day worship service that took place Monday right. on MLK Day right. at St. James United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. It was your first time attending. Yes. What would you think? Well, I was pleased to see a lot of people there. Oh, I was people. pleased to see children there and a lot of look like high school, young adult age. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved the pipe organ. Yes. I mean, musically, yes. it was, like you said, fantastic music. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. The speaker was really um, encouraging. I love the fact that he acknowledged that Martin Luther King yeah. Jr. moved the needle right. dramatically, but right. we we still can move it further. Right, and right. so yeah. he gave, I think he gave kudos where kudos were due. Pastor said, Jerry Wilson, yeah. who grew up here. Yes, he grew yes. up at Antioch Missionary Baptist yeah. Church. Pastor Barber, um, you know, one of the, the deans of ministers mm-hmm. in Danville, mm-hmm. was his pastor. He did okay. the introduction. Um, I thought the message was just fantastic. Yeah. You know, I and, really enjoyed the whole yeah. morning. I'm glad I went. Yeah, it yeah. was a great, great experience. And I want to say thank you to Sandra Finch from the mm-hmm. city of Danville. She mm-hmm. kind of organizes everything. And uh, I do have to laugh a little bit. They had asked me if I'd do the benediction. I right. thought, oh, man, piece of cake. Yeah. Well, literally. Literally five minutes before the service, she hands me this card, and I, I'm leading singing. Yes. You know, and that's not my go-to. So I was um, really impressed. You did a you did well, a fine job. Well, I appreciate I think that. That's difficult in that kind of a room, being yeah. led by a pipe organ. Yeah, and yeah. then. I guess they told us to put your hymnals down and yeah. hold hands. She which said, was fine. you're going to lead it. And she said, you're going to have to do the give the first line of each verse because I want people to hold hands. <laughs> and so I'm really glad I got it five minutes before and not five days before because I would have probably stewed over that. Right. I would have probably right. worried over that. But I just thought it was a fantastic day. Everyone and, who spoke um, did a good job. The, yeah. the young lady that won the yes. um, scholarship. Kudos to her. Yep, she absolutely. did a great job. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I also want to say thank you to St. James. Yes. I don't think people understand yeah. how much effort goes Mm -hmm. into just hosting that event. They provided a a lunch, a a takeout lunch. You know, it was kind of a cold, rainy, Mm -hmm. dreary day. Mm -hmm. Hot vegetable soup hits the spot. My Um, my one regret was I didn't go get the lunch. Is that what they had? They did. They did some hot vegetable soup and they had some, you know, little veggies Mm -hmm. and a piece of bread and some cookies. But uh, just a a lot of work Mm -hmm. that goes into that. I love their sanctuary. It's a beautiful, beautiful, I I would call it historic room. And I just thought it was a great day. Now, speaking of St. James United Methodist Church, yesterday I was back at St. James mm-hmm. all afternoon participating in their monthly food distribution. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I got to tell you, I am tired <laughs> today. That's a, that's a hard, hard working day. Great because, day. Because what, you're packing food or it's I already packed? Know, it's all packed, okay. but um, they have changed their distribution right. process since COVID. And so you're outside. Right. So I didn't know that. So oh. I came unprepared. Oh, no. So Kim Henry saved me with a stocking cap. and. Okay. Carol saved me with some gloves, and uh, I was able to pull that off. But I was part of the team that would take the sacks and put them in the car. Okay. And I just realized I don't use my upper body much. I don't right. use my arms much. Right. And, uh, and it, I, for three hours, I mean, we pretty much worked yeah. nonstop. I, I think 800 I were ask, served, um, something wow. along those lines. Wow. Yeah. So we need to get Carol. We had Carol on direct line mm-hmm. right after we started. Right. I don't know if you remember that I do or not. That. And that's probably coming up on three years. So mm-hmm. we need to get her back right. in. But right. they what do a great, great work. 
service to the community oh, for people yeah. who are struggling just to kind yeah. of make ends meet. So, and you know, yeah. it was neat for me to be able to see people sure. and multiple people said, "Hey, will you pray for this Aww. or remember me mm-hmm. with this?" Mm-hmm. And it's just a reminder that. Those of us that are blessed, I think mm-hmm. we live a blessed life. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to just keep that to ourselves. We're supposed to be a blessing mm-hmm. to others in the mm-hmm. name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. St. James is doing a great work. Yeah. There's other great food pantries in mm-hmm. town. I know Antioch does a great work. Your community of Covington right. has a food pantry that, that makes an impact. And I, I could list them all. I won't right now. Mm-hmm. But it was really a, a great day. And I think that's going to be a part of my rhythm. If is I'm it? free on the third Wednesday, I'm going to try to do Good. it. I also want to throw this out. Carol said that what they really probably need more than anything are, are guys stronger than me okay. uh, that are able to do a lot of the lifting because mm-hmm. she said our, our group, they are faithful, mm-hmm. but we've been doing it for a long time mm-hmm. and we need some younger blood. Wow. So just throw that out there. Sure. If you want to make an impact in the name of Jesus, third Wednesday of the month is a great opportunity at St. James. Mm-hmm. They uh, pass out food from 2 to 5 p.m. Last thing, the annual Vermilion County Girls and Boys Basketball Tournament is going on this week and there is a new location. They are at DAC, and uh, I just think it's a great opportunity to get out. I'm going tonight, and so I'm going to get to see uh, Bismarck play Hoopston, and then I'm going to get to see uh, Salt Fork play Oakwood, and I'm not sure who the 5 o'clock game is. Garrett, I don't know if you know who the 5 o'clock game is or not. That's okay, but I I may get there for the end of that as well. And then, of course, tomorrow night are the girls. They have the 5th place, the 3rd place, and the 1st place, and then Saturday night, uh, the boys will have the 5th place and the 3rd place and the first place cool. and it's just it's fun to get out there and it's amazing how many people you know that are connected with mm-hmm. that and from what i'm hearing dak has done a great job as host this is a change this year and just <laughs> thankful that they were willing to step forward and be a part of it awesome. so a lot is happening yeah it sounds in like our it. community so like hey it. we're gonna go to break when we come back uh i, I want to talk about a couple cultural issues that are happening mm-hmm. related to the christian faith uh, i can't believe this but the largest mall in america um threatened to remove somebody because Mm -hmm. of the shirt that they were wearing. You'll Mm -hmm. be really surprised Mm -hmm. to see what that t-shirt had to say. Uh, There's a survey that's out that's pretty discouraging related to church participation since COVID. And then I want to talk about the 50th annual March for Life that takes place tomorrow in Washington, D.C. It's Thursday, January 19. You're listening to Direct Line, and we'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. 
This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community you're listening to direct line on 1490 wdan well welcome back to direct line it is thursday january 19 it's greg taylor and stephanie spangler and we both serve in ministry at second church of christ and uh we're blessed to be able to mm-hmm. um provide services and worship mm-hmm. opportunities. There's a lot happening right now at Second Church of Christ. Uh, we just started Rooted Groups mm-hmm. and really excited about this coming Sunday. I'll talk about that later. But one of the things that I love is that we live in a country where we are able to freely express right. what we believe. Right. And so I, I was distressed to learn about this account where the Mall of America said to a patron you can't stick around wearing the shirt that you have on. You can change your shirt. Right. You can change your shirt. But um, if you don't change your shirt, you have to leave. Right. Stephanie, what did the church the, the shirt say? Jesus is the only way. Jesus saves on the front. And, and then Jesus is the only way right. on the back. Right. And uh, that was pretty troubling, quite honestly, to uh, to see that that plays out. So, did the guy actually leave? What did he do? He choose? did not. He kind of called their bluff, and he said, I'm not changing my shirt, and I'm not leaving, (laughs) and they did back down. Now, in full disclosure, he had been at the mall the previous week and had been basically coming up to customers and Mm -hmm. sharing his faith Mm -hmm. in a pretty aggressive way, whatever that means. And I I think, you know, as Christians, we need to be really wise in Mm -hmm. how we handle that. But the idea that your shirt disqualifies you from shopping at The Gap... (laughs) Or shopping at, you know, Old Navy. I don't even know the stores. I don't go to the mall anymore. That's pretty stunning, quite honestly. I mean, I think about me when I go to the mall and I shop. I don't really look around at what people... I just, right. I'm not even paying attention to what people are right. wearing. And right. I don't care, really. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've probably seen some offensive things. And, right. and so obviously, somebody thought this was offensive. I have I'm definitely about, seen some offensive yeah, things. Yeah, I've yes. seen some yes. offensive things. But half, I, I, just, I just don't understand why people even care. Just go to the mall. Go and to the mall. Do your shopping. You know, and if you don't like yeah, what somebody else is wearing, yeah. buy your shirt. You know, buy your pants. Why buy whatever is it your, such a your big shoes. Deal? That's right. I know. I, I don't understand I know. that. But, but you know, the three mall cops kind of have them in the corner here. You know, and and they've got it on video. It's I know, on video. I saw it. And the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm not leaving. You know, I'm I'm not changing my shirt, right. and I'm not leaving." They you did know? keep saying you can go to Macy's. Right. I don't right, know why it was Macy's. Right. Now I like Macy's. Yeah. But do they you? Were like, yeah. Okay. You can go to Macy's and buy a new shirt. Okay. And change it. But he couldn't go to the Gap. Is the Gap still a thing? I don't even know. Is Old Navy still a thing? I, I think okay. so. Coles? Of course, they're not in malls, right? They're usually well. Sometimes they're on the end strip of them, malls. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. All right. Anyway, My point it doesn't is, matter. Yeah. I don't understand why people even care and why why. So why? here's my question for you. We had those. I guess real... Jesus is offensive. I don't know. I mean, well, I think the is. offensive part wasn't Jesus saves on the back. Jesus they is had the, only the way? coexist oh. sign oh. and it's crossed out and it says yeah. Jesus is the only way. Yeah. Which I would say that's pretty standard Christian doctrine. Mm-hmm. We believe that Jesus mm-hmm. is the way, the truth, and the life. Right. No one comes to the Father except through me. Right. But I also think that 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 is a shirt intending to get a response. Yes. And 
the mall cops decided that um, is that what we call them? The security guards, the mall cops. Is that a movie? <laughs> is, it is that Paul right? Blart or right, right. Yeah, you keep laughing when I say that. <laughs> I but just are, think are, of them on those little yeah, the scooters. Yeah, that they ride home, oh yeah. Which I personally think we should get at church. Yeah, what are they? I called? would like to have one of those. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Segways. Segways. Yeah. I think we should have. Hey, one. can I tell you this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today? But I was with a couple buddies at a ministry conference in Chicago, Moody Bible Institute, <laughs> yeah. and we had the afternoon off, so we go to Michigan Avenue. And it's a beautiful place to be. Why am I Did laughing? you know there's Segway tours? And I saw a Segway crash. A, a lady older than you oh, no. was on the Segway. Oh, okay. She older could not me. get it stopped, and she crashed and broke her foot. Oh, no, that's terrible. And I was one of the first people on the scene. So, yeah. Well, you are a... I prayed for her. But, I mean, you know, I yeah. wasn't going to be able to fix her broken ankle. But I just thought, you know, you go to Chicago just to have a good time, and boom, broken yeah. ankle. Okay, so, let's go back to... Back to Jesus Saves. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Saves. The, the T-shirt I, that we America. had. It's America. I agree. I agree. It's America. I agree. You, you wear what you want to wear. I, I mean, I feel like as long as you're not indecent and showing yes. body parts that right. are indecent, right? I don't care what right. you wear. Right. But here's I might the not thing: like it, but... it's probably safer to go to the mall dressed indecently, showing body parts, and not be confronted than wearing a "Jesus Saves, Jesus is the Only Way" T-shirt. Apparently, and that's just a Minnesota. sad testimony on America okay. 2023. Hey, one more thing: we'll go to break. We're going to have some awesome guests with us for our third segment today. Tomorrow is mm. the fifth. 50th March yeah. for Life. I asked you if you've had to I, ever and, and attended. Morgan, I have never attended. never attended. It's one of my life regrets. Um, well, you still have time. I know. I could go tomorrow, go. right? How Give far is DC? 11 hours? 12 hours? I don't know. Road trip, go yeah. If you want to yeah, go. I'm not doing that. But oh. maybe next year. Maybe okay. next year. But when we come back, I want Mariah and Casey to tell us um, all kinds of information about the women's care clinic and uh, the pro-life cause. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. the March for Life. I'm really intrigued by some of the mm-hmm. speakers yeah. tomorrow. And it may even be available online. I'm mm-hmm. not sure about that. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, January 19. We'll be right back after this. Hi. I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home. With starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. 
All right, well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, January 19, Greg and Steph, and we are blessed to have in studio from the Women's Care Clinic, Executive Director Mariah Hansen and Medical Director... Casey yeah, Grove, does that work? Manager, medical director. Okay, yeah, come nurse. come real close, ladies. Get, get in there. So, hey, I want to just start, Mariah. You've been on direct line several times, and uh, the commercial says that you're interim director, but it you've does. been director for a I while. Have, yes. And so, we're going to get that commercial change. There we go. But um, I want to just start by talking about. What is the Women's Care Clinic? And I know you've done this spiel before, mm-hmm. but we have new listeners all the time. And uh, what is the Women's Care Clinic of Danville? Well, the Women's Care Clinic is great. I may may be biased, but I think it's the best place to work. Um, So we help men and women, families, children, everyone in the family unit, um, and we support them through pregnancy. So the first thing that we do is help women through a pregnancy decision, right? If they um, have an unplanned pregnancy, or maybe it's planned and they just don't have a lot of support or they have questions, we walk through um, each part of that decision with them yeah and then we support them throughout their parenting journey yeah and so casey what do you Mm -hmm. do for the women's care clinic in that role yeah so as the clinic manager and i actually started as a volunteer back in 2016 um i kind of just worked my way you know through all of the processes with women's care clinic and i'm so blessed to be involved but as the clinic manager i still see clients okay Um, i do pregnancy tests i do ultrasound to confirm viability of pregnancy okay um which is an important piece in pregnancy yeah Um, and so we we see clients for that and then we also just help support them in any way that they need when it comes to resources education yeah Yeah. um we do std testing so um you know just to kind of just you know support them and love them through this this very sometimes chaotic yeah you know position that they find themselves yeah. in um and sometimes very joyful and happy position they yeah. find themselves mm-hmm. in so and this is year 31 is that right it of the is. women's care Year 31 and you know i love the story of the basically beginning i mean it started in a, what a garage it is did. that right a, a small garage and was it yeah. the vision really of one person that mm-hmm. just said we need this here in danville yeah she actually had a dream yeah and god told her to start a clinic to help women Wow, and it's grown to be wow. what it is today. Wow. Well, you know, a lot has happened in just the last year. You look at the Dobbs decision on June 24 last summer, overturning Roe versus Wade, sending the decisions back to each individual state. Of course, that doesn't mean much in Illinois or an abortion haven, unfortunately. But one of the, the talking points that many in culture have embraced mm-hmm. just absolutely infuriates me. But it says basically that a place like the Women's Care Clinic you're a fraud, mm-hmm. that you're, you're masquerading as a center that provides medical care, and all you're trying to do is trick people. All you're trying to do is coerce people. Mm-hmm. What would you, and I, either of you can speak to that, but Mariah, yeah. what would you say to that charge? It's absolutely not true, but how no. would you answer that? I would simply say um, we do what we do and we do it really well, right? So we don't try to be anything that we're not. We offer three main medical services and we do that really, really well. Our people are trained really well. And so to say we don't provide medical services and we're just there to trick or we're a fraud, um, it's just simply not true. Um, And I would say anyone who says that, if they would go to those places themselves, they would see it's just not true. I wonder how many people making that charge, and some of them are United States senators, quite honestly. You know, I wonder, have they ever been to a crisis, whatever the term is, you know, I I grew up with that idea of crisis pregnancy center, but it's really more than that, quite honestly, you know, yes. and that's, uh, I I just think it's important to get the word out. Uh, Casey, would you add anything to that? 
I would. Um, I would say that it's a requirement to have a medical facility in any yeah. state, and the state regulates medical facilities. Yeah. Therefore, you need certain things in place to have that title. Yeah. And um, we have a medical director. We yeah. have licensed nurses. Yeah. And we have, um, you know, people who have credentials that went to school for a very long time to do what we do. Yeah. So, um, and I believe that the pro-abortion movement kind of needs to attack us in a way. Yeah. You know, otherwise, if we're if we're legit, then yeah. they, you know, that kind of, you know, messes with their narrative. Yeah. Bit, so. I just, I, I want to correct that false talking point as much as I can, yeah. because I think we underestimate the power, and I'm going to call it slander. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. We underestimate the power of it. People hear it, they just believe it, mm-hmm. you know? And that's on both right. sides of the pro- political spectrum. You know, people oh, yeah. throw something out there and... A lot of people do not verify. They do not do the research themselves. So um, someone is listening to direct line and they know someone that's in a situation that they weren't planning to be in. Maybe it's a teenager that thinks they're pregnant or maybe it's, you know, someone like you said that, you know, that they, they planned it, but there's challenges. What's the best way to get connected at the Women's Care Clinic? The best way is to pick up the phone and call us. So um, our phone number is 217-431-0987. Or if you don't want to pick up the phone, you can always reach us on Facebook. So if that's intimidating to pick up the phone, you can always reach us online. I guess uh, as you were talking, I was thinking, I guess Planned Parenthood, they would consider themselves a medical facility. I mean, you're a medical facility because you've got the trained people. It's just that your your worldview is totally different. You want to save life and they are willing to kill life. So I don't know. I'm just thinking about all the things that you listed. Those are if I was going to get, well, I'm not going to get pregnant because I'm 52 years old, but I would go to my doctor and they would provide the same services that you're providing there. But it's just at a. I mean, there's no cost, right? I mean, right. it's totally free services right. Right. if somebody yeah. wants to come in. So yeah. to me, it's a worldview issue. Yeah. I mean, yes. both both people are trained to do what they're, what they're doing, but right. it's, their worldview is totally different. I have yeah. a question for you about thinking back over 2022 and um, some of the highlights. Why don't you kind of share with us, uh, you know, the highlights for you guys that you had at the clinic, and then we can talk about some things that are coming up. Um, so we had three big events this year, a lot of fun. We had our, um, celebration for life, which we had at, um, second church. Mm -hmm. And that was where we really highlighted 30 years. So Greg said earlier, 30 years. That's just an awesome night. It was so fun. And I know a highlight for a lot of people was our impact choir. So we had, um, past clients, past volunteers, past board members all come together and sing, um, a really powerful song about, um, life. And it was really, really neat. And then in September, we had our Walk for Life, Mm -hmm. which was a lot of fun. I was thinking about it on the drive here this morning. We had a vendor fair. The weather was beautiful. We had live music. Mm -hmm. Steph and her band did some music. My sister did some music. It was a lot of fun. Um, And then the last, which I think is my personal favorite, but we had an open house. And that was a lot of fun. In December, right before Christmas. And the weather was awful. (laughs) I thought no one would come. Right. We had a great turnout. Yep. A lot of people came through and they saw the building. And mm-hmm. I think I'm a very visual person. So mm-hmm. I think when you see something right. in person, you're like, right. oh, wow, that's it's Wh- real. Where is your building located in case someone doesn't know? Yeah, we're on Bowman. Mm-hmm. So if you know where the new Goodwill is, yep. we're right next door. Love Goodwill. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. 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 I thought that was awesome. I do need to correct something because we try to be factually correct. You are not 52. You were 53, I believe. Is that right? Am I? 
I, I thought I turned so. 53 in October. I, I, no, I think you're 53. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, I am. yeah I'm that's 53. all right. That's okay. Yeah, I am 52, yeah, 53. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I just thought I'd be factually I don't correct. know why I have a problem. I have a problem remembering how old years you are. Yeah, and how yeah, old yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I don't know good. why, but. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, I'm just trying I'm to be past funny. I'm childbearing so, age. Yeah. I will yeah. say that. I'm not getting Point is well taken. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Celebration for Life 2023. I mean, it's going to happen, I'm assuming. It is. Yeah. Yeah, you're and right. And I know we don't know a lot of details, but do we have anything we can throw out there or save the date or not? Yeah, you can save the date for April 27th. It's okay. Thursday night. We're okay. going to do a 5.30 to 7 event. Okay. Um, and we're actually, if you've been to the walk or the celebration, whatever yeah. it's been called in yeah. the past, yes. yeah. banquet, things like that, yeah. um, we're bringing back the tables. Wow. So we're going to have okay. tables um, okay. during the presentation. Nice. So yeah. we're really excited about that. Venue to be announced. Is that TBD. right? That's yes. okay. That's great. Yeah. yeah. But mark that out. Thursday. Yes. April 27. Um, hey, here's my question for both of you. We live in one of the most mm-hmm. pro-abortion states mm-hmm. in the union. Mm-hmm. You know, Illinois is trying to compete with California and New York, and in a lot of ways, they're winning. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, obviously, that's heartbreaking. I think it also provides incredible opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. What's good news for a person that has a pro-life heart? in the midst of just an abortion haven to keep on keeping on, you know, what's 2023 look like? What's the, what's the future look like for pro-life people in Illinois? What do you think, Casey? I think God is working. Yes. I think that yes, Illinois can be a very tough state sometimes to provide these services. And however, um, there, there is so much hope yeah. when it comes to someone who might be experiencing that pregnancy that they're very kind of, nervous or unsure about. Yeah. Um, I think that um, he's pushing us to work a little bit harder and I, and I appreciate it. I think that we can serve people in so many ways, regardless that we are the abortion haven that we are. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, law is one thing. However, I just feel like that we are, pushing through and we're there we're right. going to be there and we'll fight to be there right. for as long as we right. can right hey mariah i want you to talk <laughs> about the the impact that the women's care clinic has on families after babies have been born mm-hmm. because one of my highlights of the women's care clinic was what happened on december 4 when you did the christmas party mm-hmm. and i think was it like mm-hmm. emily and molly put that together maybe i can't remember yeah, molly put and that steph. together. yeah, yeah molly and steph sorry yes. yeah yes. and you had all these families come out we reenacted the uh the nativity <laughs> oh, yes. scene in a most fun. unique way most <laughs> unique a most unique way but i just looked out and i just <clears throat> thought man this is amazing <clears throat> these families <clears throat> that have been positively positively impacted mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. and and we're seeing mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. impact running around yes. you know with Simon, Alvin and Theodore and the whole crew you know oh, so yeah. talk a little bit about that <laughs> it's one of my favorite things about women's care clinic um, because a lot of the the pushback is that we just care about birth right you just mm-hmm. want to have birth mm-hmm. pro birth um, but we are for families mm-hmm. we're for healthy yeah. families mm-hmm. for um, abundant life mm-hmm. right yeah. god tells us that he will give us abundant life right. and so that's right. just not to exist it's not right. just to have a child to have a child right. but that their life would be abundant mm-hmm. and so we have so many things after birth and yeah. through um parenting right, right. for the families so we do um 
like you said, yeah. our Christmas party. Yeah. We do a Thanksgiving party every yeah. year. We offer um, scholarships to anyone mm-hmm. who's been through our clinic for DAC. Mm-hmm. Um, any children or parents that want to go back to do yeah. school or yeah. are going to school in the future, they yeah. can get a scholarship through yeah. DAC. We have so many opportunities for that family to get connected to other yeah. resources in the community yeah. because it does. It takes a village. It takes a village to, we all know that. Yeah. Um, Anybody, no matter your story, um, yeah. it takes a village to raise children, and we want to provide part of that village mm-hmm. and connect them mm-hmm. to our community. Neat. I um, I was talking to somebody that day that had been through raising highly capable kids. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. th- that's a class, what is it, like 13 sessions, yes. I think, that yes. just really helps you mm-hmm. intentionally try to raise your children mm-hmm. in a very positive way. And open for grandparents. Oh, yeah. Open for teachers. Just, yeah. 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 And again, I just think that's another mm-hmm. opportunity. And I think it blows up the narrative that all you care about is the pregnancy and trying to save somebody from having an abortion, which you do unapologetically, mm-hmm. but it's right. so much more right. than that. Casey, I want to talk to you about the power of the ultrasound. Mm-hmm. So, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember his name. Harold Nathanson, I think was the name. Is that right? The doctor that created the oh, movie, yes. the silent scream. You know, he was one yes. of the leading abortionists in the, in the 1960s. And in just the period of a couple weeks became pro-life because of the ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was, I yep. mean, tens of thousands of abortions, but when he saw the ultrasound, he said, I can't do this anymore and went on to create the movie, the silent scream. So talk about how you have seen the power of the ultrasound unfold. Yeah, absolutely. In so many ways. Um, And a lot of times I'll tell people it's the Holy spirit and the ultrasound that are actually making (laughs) a difference in this room, you know? Um, So yes, through the power of ultrasound, um, I think that we are able to show life um, not just with a heartbeat because there is a heartbeat at six weeks, but um, you know, beyond just with, um, how shocked people are to see yeah. that, you know, what a fetus baby looks mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, at such an early stage, yeah. um, the ultrasound is actually one of our most powerful tools because, um, it is prior to that, that so many people think that they can, you know, choose abortion, yeah. that that's when they start changing their mind. Right. Um, because they are able to see that life inside of them. Yeah. And it really connects them too with their child in yeah. a way that um, a pregnancy test can't do, right? Right. Um, so, right. or even like imaging, like yeah. otherwise. So, I mean, it's it's a very powerful tool. Yeah. This might be an unfair question, but has any client ever said to you, I wish I would have chosen abortion? No. I mean, Actually, has anyone I, ever said, has anyone uttered those words? No, <laughs> I wish yeah, no, I would have really after you've had a baby. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine anyone. Yeah. yeah. I've actually said that many times. I I don't think I've ever sat across from a client yeah. and one said that yeah. I'm proud I had an abortion yeah. and I put it on Facebook. Yeah. I just have yeah. never. Or that they've had a baby and said, I wish that I right. would right. have had one. I mean, yeah. No, absolutely. I have absolutely. one grandbaby yeah. and one yeah. on the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Is it hard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's hard raising absolutely. children. Yeah. But absolutely. I, I, when you hold them and you look at would I cannot imagine ever saying, I wish I would not have had this. Baby. But you know, the testimony I've heard over and over and over again is, man, I wish I could go back and undo the decision to have an abortion. Right. Well, and you do deal you know? with people who have had abortions. Yes. I mean, that's another right. service. Right. I mean, you right. get, people make that decision. Right. And you have. You, you, you work with them, right? And provide yeah. care for, for them as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we know um, there's nothing outside of God's That's grace right. and mercy. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you've had an abortion, if someone comes to us and they've had mm-hmm. an abortion, we walk through that mm-hmm. with them as well. Right. 
no condemnation. Right. Because if we believe that God can redeem everything, then we believe he can redeem everything, right. even that. Right. And so um, it's not a place of condemning. It's not a place of, um, yeah, anger. It's a place of love, grace, yeah. mercy, forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. We do walk through that decision as well with women. Yeah. How does the women's care clinic potentially serve local churches? And this is just an advertisement. You're going to be with us at Second Church yes. the first Sunday in February. This Sunday is actually Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, but we're it in is. the middle of a series and didn't want to jump out of that. So we're going to actually celebrate that on February 5th, and you're going to speak during services that yes. day. But yes. how can you serve churches? What can you do? What can all of you do to help local churches? Yeah, we love to provide local churches with resources to talk about these things. It can be a hard conversation mm -hmm. to have, especially because we know um, women who are in the church often choose abortion and they do feel like they don't have a place to talk about it. So right. we provide church leaders with resources, with mm -hmm. support, mm -hmm. and really just starting conversations around this in a really good way. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Casey can speak to a little bit of that as well. Yeah, I think um, just also having conversations with people in church about what we do. Mm -hmm. um, I, some people don't know we exist, you yeah. know, and yes. so yeah. they don't know that there is a place that they yeah. can go yeah. um, when they are, you know, struggling with a decision. So, yeah. um, you know, just being... Uh, just connecting, mm -hmm. I think, with our own church members. Well, I would think that any pastor friends. of any church congregation, it may not be a comfortable thing for them to, right. to have some, say if someone comes to them, yeah. oh, well, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. Yeah. There's so much more to that right. decision, oh, yeah. and, and they can refer them to you. And yeah. I mean, you can come alongside and help pastors and pastor's wives that are yeah. right. Helping their congregation, I would think. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Good stuff. Hey, last question. We'll get you out of here. How can the direct line audience that are people of prayer mm -hmm. pray for Mariah, pray for Casey, and pray for the Women's Care Clinic? I'll let you both answer that. What mm -hmm. do you think? Um, I would say um, I think a lot of us have a pretty tough job some days. Yeah. yeah. As do a lot of people in a lot of different jobs. Right. Um. So I would just say if the audience can pray for each one of our staff members for yeah. um, resilience yeah. and for uh, compassion and love yeah. um, to just sustain us in, in this ministry. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was thinking along the same lines that we would have tough skin and tender hearts. Yeah. Because in the line that we um line of work that we do, you have to have tough skin. You yeah. come across a lot of hard things, but that we would have tender hearts and that yeah. we would meet each person with compassion no matter how many times they've walked through our doors yeah. or how many times we've seen them. Mm -hmm. Um that's how you can pray for a women's care clinic. That's great. This yeah. Sunday is the Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. And, you know, if you are in church leadership and you're just learning this, there's mm -hmm. great resources that are out there mm -hmm. that are available. I think sometimes even just mentioning that, even just saying, hey, just so you know, today is the Sanctity mm -hmm. of Human Life Sunday. That makes an impact, just that announcement. But there are videos, there's resources mm -hmm. that are out there. Make the most of that opportunity. Mariah and Casey from the Women's Care Clinic, thanks for being with us today. Thanks, thanks for having guys. us. All right. You're listening to Direct line. We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darby's to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame. It's gonna be great. 
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and uh, Greg. And Greg, you have some news I like, do. related to this topic that we just I, I didn't want to steal yeah. the thunder right. from Mariah here we and go. Casey. Here we go. Here's but, the big uh, announcement. Marla and I have learned that we're going to be grandparents. Congratulations. Our daughter Jordan and her husband Jacob are ministers in the Kansas City area. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I don't want to give a lot of details, mm-hmm. but um, we found out really early on, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a plan that you know they had. Right. But um, Thanksgiving weekend ended up in the emergency room wow. with fear mm-hmm. that tragedy was mm-hmm. unfolding. Mm-hmm. But it was an ultrasound mm-hmm. that took that moment from somber to celebration. So <laughs> it's there wonderful. is power. Yeah. I'm so happy for you yeah, guys. We're excited. Yeah. And the really cool thing is that Jordan's due date is my birthday. Oh, that's awesome. So I don't. Which is what? Again? July 23rd. Okay. But I, I don't know that it'll actually end up playing yeah. out like right. that. But I was just right. blown away by that. But that's yeah, we are, uh, man, just super excited. Sure. It really really is neat. And, you know, I have said for as long as I can remember, every life matters. Yes. And I believe that with yes. all my heart. Yes. And I know for some people that they may be tired of how much I talk about mm-hmm. life and mm-hmm. every life matters and the women's care clinic. But I, I think it's a first among equals in my heart, at least. Right. And just super excited. You don't know this yet because I haven't told you, yeah. but yeah. I'm planning a part of Easter service that will be a visual of the body of Christ. And oh, wow. every life matters from the oldest to the yeah. youngest, yeah. richest to the poorest. Yeah. Um, those that have disabilities and and that maybe some cultures would say they're not worth right you know right yes they are absolutely yes everyone every life matters and yet a knock on some in the pro-life movement is that you care about life theoretically you're passionate about life academically, mm-hmm. but you're not willing to roll up your sleeves and actually live out every life matters. And that's what I love about the ministry mm-hmm. of the Women's mm-hmm. Care Clinic is they're saying, we are here. Let us walk with you. We will help you. Mm-hmm. You know, we will find you resources. We will mm-hmm. educate you. We will, we will make it so you're not right. on your own. And I saw a stat and I don't have it in front of me, but it said when the male partner, whether that's a husband or not, mm-hmm. is supportive and engaged mm-hmm. abortion percentages just drop mm-hmm. exponentially. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of 
young women, mm-hmm. they, they literally feel like they're all alone and they literally have no other options. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love the Women's mm-hmm. Care Clinic. And that's why I love churches that are saying, let us walk with you. Right. Let us help you. Well, it's unfortunate that... The- uh, that I guess the church has gotten that name, but and no church is ever perfect. But I think we we believe at second that um, the addict, yes. their life matters. Absolutely. Um, the aged, yep. their yep. life matters. Yep. The baby in the nursery. Yep. Um, those that have maybe mental health issues or right. um, you know emotional. Every life matters. And yep. no, we don't get it perfect. And no, not every church can do everything. But I guess that's why the body of Christ is so important, that yeah. what one church may be really good at doing, St. James, they're yep. feeding the hungry. Yep. We may not be the best at, right, but right, right. not everybody has to do everything. But, but it's what unfortunate I love about, that we yeah. we get that bad rap. It is. And, 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 I, and in a lot of ways, and I don't mean this in an offensive way, it's going to sound offensive. It really is ignorance because it's not true. You know, um, we don't have a food pantry. Our location would be a terrible place for a food pantry. But we do a yearly food drive and we give food away. And for me, you know, I've had my eyes opened to, you know, the impact that St. James is making. And I want to be a part of it and I want to help others come and be a part of it. You know, not every church does celebrate recovery, but we do, you know. And I had a pastor stop me Tuesday night and just say, you know, I didn't even know this was happening. He found us, you know, kind of through a crisis situation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. involving someone that he loves, but he said, this is amazing, the number of people that week in, week out are here to help, not to mention all the people that are being blessed right. by it. Right. And I think that's what the community of Christ should look like, yes. where we're, we're helping one another, yes. we're leaning on one another, yeah. Yeah. and we're all doing it in the name of Jesus, right. you know, who makes Absolutely. the ultimate difference. Hey, we couldn't do Direct Line without some incredible sponsors who we say thank you to. Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Okay, a couple things, and I'll get you out of here. Um, This is back from the segment two, but did you realize that one in three have stopped attending church services during the pandemic, according to a recent survey that came out? One in three. Mm -hmm. That is Mm -hmm. absolutely stunning. Now, Mm -hmm. I listened uh, this morning to my morning podcast, The World and Everything in It, and they actually had a guy that was a part of the survey, and they were interviewing him, and they said what they learned is that the people that were actively involved They served on a committee or a ministry team, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or they tithed regularly, Mm -hmm. or, you know, they were a part of some sort of a leadership process. They were engaged beyond just the Sunday morning service. Those people haven't gone anywhere for the most part. So people that serve. For the people that that have engagement beyond Sunday morning. And they said a lot of the people that have slipped away are the people, they came to church, they worshiped, Mm -hmm. they went home, Mm -hmm. and there really was not a connection Mm -hmm. beyond that. Mm -hmm. I still think those are tragic numbers. Mm -hmm. The other thing he said is that in 1998, 25 years ago, the category of the nuns, Mm -hmm. N-O-N-E-S, not the the, the Catholic nuns, but the nuns, about 9% in America said they fit into that category. Today, it's over 25%. that it is the fastest growing religious category that's out there, Mm. the nuns. And he said, watch out for the duns, D-O-N-U-S, the people that were involved Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason Mm -hmm. they have walked away. Mm. So it's not great news, but it's a reminder. We all still have a job to do. You know, Mm -hmm. I challenge people at Celebrate Recovery. I challenge people at Oasis. I challenge people on Sunday mornings, reach out, encourage, invite. If you miss somebody, let them know. I miss you. Yeah. 
because yeah. I think it's just it's a trend that I hope does not continue to move in that direction. Right. So right. we'll see how it plays out. Hey, President Trump, I want to talk a little bit about President you Trump. Go ahead. I'm going to. <laughs> So last week, and I don't think we covered this. I think we ran out of time. Right. But last week, he said that one of the reasons Republicans struggled so much this fall mm-hmm. was because they had too much of a radical position on abortion. And that that was the deciding factor, which I totally like disagree saying, with. Like that. rape or incest. Well, there, or yeah, that, that many candidates came out and said zero exceptions, zero. no okay. matter what. Gotcha. They said we are pro life, no matter what. Gotcha. Um, I disagree with that assessment. <laughs> um, although I do think that since Dobbs came down, my eyes have been opened that a lot more people in America are, you know pro-choice than I realized. You know, I'd really thought that this would be something that would be embraced. And I think even within the church, you see people mm-hmm. that are saying, mm-hmm. um, I, I think abortion ought to be legal mm-hmm. in at least certain mm-hmm. circumstances. Mm-hmm. So that's another discussion for another day. But mm-hmm. Trump basically said the reason Republicans did so bad in 2022 was because of their stance on abortion. This last week he came out and he has condemned the disloyalty of multiple key evangelical leaders. Mm-hmm. He has announced that he's running for president. He's the only one that's announced that. The presidential election is still 22 months away, so right. it's a long way right. away. But he is deeply frustrated hmm. that key evangelical leaders that supported him in the past are not, at this point, endorsing him. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of them have come out and said, we don't endorse, mm-hmm. even though he said that they did. Others have said, we will endorse in 2024, mm-hmm. but why would we make an endorsement in January of 2023? Get everybody but, all riled but there, up. But there's something in the article that I just can't get out of my mind. What's he that? said, I was the most pro-life president in history. And he's right. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And he said, I can't figure out why they aren't rallying around me. And I have no commentary on this. I'm just throwing that out for consideration. Mm-hmm. But he is correct in that just statistically speaking, just in terms of the facts, mm-hmm. he was the most pro-life president in history. So well, I would say then that maybe that pro-life issue is not as it may, important as yep. we think it is for, for I don't know. people. I, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I just... Yeah. I found it interesting, and you said you do not want to weigh into the mix. Yeah, Is that right? Yeah, do not do ask not ask me. you. Okay, so <laughs> Stephanie, do not weigh into the mix. I will not. But um, it is crazy to me that less than three months since the midterm elections, we already have these news cycles yeah. that are talking about the 2024 presidential yeah. election. It's yeah. uh, it's much too yeah. soon yeah. for me. Yeah. Hey, good news segment. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an extended segment. Okay. At Second Church, our mission statement is to make Christ-centered disciples. Right. And if you're in our building, you're going to see three C words right. literally painted on the walls, mm-hmm. literally all over the place, mm-hmm. connected and changed and committed. And this month, you know, we had a sermon on the eighth about mission. This mm-hmm. is what our mission is. Mm-hmm. And then we're going through the three C's. Tracy Thomas preached in main auditorium on Sunday, did a great job yeah. with connected to God and his people. Mm-hmm. I can't believe how much information he packed into that 30 minute message. Right. It was really, really good. Right. But this week we're talking about being changed mm-hmm. by Christ. Yeah. And I, I'm sharing on my life verse, second Corinthians mm-hmm. five seventeen. If anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm-hmm. The old is gone and the new has come. But what I'm most excited about in both venues, in Maine mm-hmm. and in Next Gen, you're going to hear testimonies mm-hmm. of men whose lives have been radically changed right. by Christ. Right. And in Maine Auditorium, we're going to hear from someone that's something that's really unfolded in the last five to seven years. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear in Next Gen mm-hmm. the testimony of a young man. I mean, it's not even a year old, mm-hmm. and the, the seeds were planted at Easter at the arena. Right. 
He right. made the spontaneous decision to be baptized, right. didn't plan on being baptized that right. day, right. and his life's never been the, yeah. t- the same. So yeah. I, I hope you'll come to church. This might be a great Sunday, honestly, to go to both venues, because mm-hmm. you're going to hear right. two messages on the same theme, but you're going to hear different testimonies, right. and it's really going to be powerful. I love when we hear testimonies about the change that happens mm-hmm. when someone gets serious about their personal relationship For with sure. Jesus Christ. So For any sure. thoughts about Sunday? Oh, I, I'm right with you. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, I think I think stories are just so yeah. compelling. I mean, right. you can preach, and and preaching yeah. the word is yeah. is life changing. Yeah. But when you preach the word and you, you hear, hear a story, a story yeah. of a of maybe someone that you've seen in church, but you yep. don't, you know you know how it is. You yep. pass so many people in the halls, and you yep. don't know their story. And when you get to learn somebody's story, changes everything. It, it just brings yep. the sermon to yep. life. So yep. I'm excited. I'm about excited that as, as well. Well. Mm-hmm. well, hey, our time is up, Steph. Thanks for a great show. And thank you to Garrett for once again spinning the dials. You've listened to Direct Line. Join us next week. Our friends Chris Lawler and Miles Clark will be back in studio with us. Get to church this Sunday. Thanks for listening to DL. We'll see you next week.